We thank You then, Father, in this place there is an anointing for breakthrough. Father, thank You from the very first song we sang to the testimonies, to the offertory. We thank You that there is an anointing in this place for breakthrough in every level. We thank You that even right now, that Father, that from the back to the front and all over the sanctuary, whatever the need might be, we thank You that right now it's being met. And we will praise You, O God. Father, we take time to pray for our lead elder, our shepherd who's away. We pray for John. We just bless him in Jesus' name. Father, whether he's on a plane today or whether he's in Africa, wherever he is right now, we pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to be his today. Whether it's evening or wherever it is, Lord. Pray for his family. We just pray that those that have remained, that Father, that you'd bless them as well. We thank you that, Father God, we're well blessed in the sanctuary. We give you thanks and praise. You're a good God. You're a mighty God. Come on, just open up your mouth for just a few minutes and give Him praise in this place. Come on, open up your mouth. If you've got anything to praise Him for, even just being here today, why don't you go ahead and give Him praise? Come on, come on. We worship You, we worship You, we worship You. We worship you, Lord. Oh. Jesus. We worship. We worship you, Jesus. may take your praise to release somebody that's next to you. It may take your shout to begin to activate something in the atmosphere. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, worship team. May the Lord bless you. Thank you. You may be seated. If you're visiting with us today, welcome in Jesus' name. If you happen to just be part of the celebrations and visiting family for the long weekend and you're visiting with us at, a, at Jericho Road, we welcome you and it's such a joy to have you with us today and we pray that the power of the Holy Spirit be yours today. Amen. I'm not going to keep you longer than what we need to be kept. And we're going to go as long as he wants to keep us. <laughs> so that could mean five minutes and that could mean five hours. Don't worry. Relax. 
such an incredible story that we read from the book of Ezra. Brother, you read so well and it's so, such a blessing. You know, you read and I get right in, into it and I feel that, that the message was already preached just by the reading of the Word. I think sometimes we, we try and do so much to get people involved with what God's trying to do that we have to, sometimes we can just read the Word. Help me, somebody. Sometimes we can just open up the Word and let the Word speak for itself. Because <laughs> sometimes we just, we've just got so much going on that we want to put it all together and make it all look pretty and nice. But sometimes just the Word is sufficient to activate something in my spirit, man, that makes me want to leap. I'll behave myself for a few minutes, but thereafter it just it, it all goes it all goes uphill from there. <laughs> oh. But in the book of Ezra, we find that the children of Israel had been in captivity for seventy years. It's a long time. They have been oppressed. They have lived in depression. They've lived in discouragement. They've lived in a place where it doesn't seem like that they are the children of the Most High God. They look like they're the defeated ones, the discouraged ones, the the ones that seem like there is nothing more in life but this. Have you ever woken up in the morning and said, "This is"? it seems like this is the same thing over and over? There's nothing more than this. But I've come to declare here today there is more. Turn to your neighbor and say there's more. I know that might come as a revelation to someone, but there is more. And so they, they, they find themselves year after year, and then there comes a time when enough is enough and they are given opportunity to go and reestablish that which was. The book of Psalms in chapter 51 and the 12th verse says this. David says when he is in a place of the lowest part of his life, he says, uh, Restore to me the joy, shout joy, which I hope some of you will get here today. The joy of thy salvation. Do you remember when you were first saved? Some of you don't remember that. And I pray today that there will be an altar call that you can come and know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you received Christ and you never received His joy of His salvation, you didn't get a revelation of what He did for you. And I'm, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, don't write to the church and say, you know, that... Brother Stephen, you know, he's out to lunch kind of deal. I, I'm just, no. I'm just saying, when you get saved, I was, you know, it, I was born in a Christian home, but because I was born in a Christian home didn't make me a Christian. Because you were born in maybe a garage, it didn't make you a vehicle. So being born as a Christian, a home, an environment, it, it's even harder. 
than if I was like, uh, you know, out there in the world doing my own thing. And then, you know, all of a sudden I had this radical change. When you're in it all the time and you still acknowledge you need Christ. And I, I remember when the Lord touched my life. I was reading a book through the gates of splendor and what had happened in Ecuador with uh, Jim Elliott and, and five other uh, missionaries that had been killed for their faith. And th- it so impacted my life. It was that time when I said, Jesus, I need you as my Lord and Savior. And he came in. I believed in him. Received the Holy Spirit. And my Lord, look out. I was living in the realm of cloud nine. You could not shut me up. You still can't shut me up. Thank you, Lord. He's speaking to us. And, and, and so the joy of your salvation. And then there comes a time when you get so seasoned that it's hard to even get you here into the house of the Lord. You didn't have to go to church today. Oh, my Lord. And it's like the cares of the world bring depression to where all of a sudden you have no joy left. You drag yourself everywhere. Why would Port Alberni, let's forget the world, why would Port Alberni want to walk through these doors when it looks like we've been sucking lemons all our life? I love Jesus, but I don't like to show it. <laughs> I'm happy, but I am pleased with God. Have you ever, have you ever watched you, just go home and watch some YouTube on, on little kids sucking on lemons for the first time? That's some Christians. I'm, 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 being, I'm being honest. You know, you look at them and you go like, Dear Lord, I don't want what they have. Ask yourself today, does somebody want what you have? I mean, we have sanctuaries all over the nation with people just barely getting through. And it's like, that's their religious duty. This ain't no religious duty. I want to have a move of God. I want somebody to say, I want what they have. We were, how many of you were, I, I know quite a few of you were there because I saw you there, last night at the fireworks. How many people were at the fireworks? You know, my wife and I were there and we were watching this lady. Man, was she ever excited? Now, she might have been on some wacky tobacco, but I'm not sure. But all I know, she was so excited about being there to see the fireworks I mean, you couldn't control her. And I'm going like, dear God. My wife turned to me and she says, you know, she looks so happy. And I, and, and I started thinking about it. We should be the most happiest people on earth. Let me say that again. Maybe somebody get hold of that. We should be the most happiest people on earth. Because the Bible tells me, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. 
I hope somebody get it here. I'm going to preach until we all get it. Might be a few hours. Because <laughs> I didn't come to give us some kind of lemon in the Spirit. That, exactly, brother, that's what I'm talking about. I didn't come here to give you some lemon in the Spirit. I came here to give you joy in the Holy Ghost because the Bible says there is joy unspeakable. Hmm. Shout joy. Do you know that when, you know, I, I had the privilege of traveling on a lot of churches, America and all over the place, and there would be sanctuaries when you come in in the big sanctuaries, they close the doors. And on the other side, you say, silence, service in progress. Silence, service in progress. <laughs> I'm going to preach over here. It sounds a bit over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Silence, church in progress. Think about it for a minute. Well, we love you. You know, you go down to you go down to you go down to um, Disney World and Disneyland, and they, when they give you your ticket and your, they all welcome you to the happiest place on the happiest place on what? Say what? We come to church and it's like, oh, uh, the greeter at the door greets us and, hi, welcome today. And it's like, well, thank you, brother. Thank you, sister. Sit down, plump yourself on the cheek, on the, on the seat. On the cheeks. <laughs> and this is the happiest place on earth. Right in the presence of Almighty God. I didn't want to preach, but I feel preach come on me. Right here. Right now. Not tomorrow. Right now. Right now, however you came in, I've got news. You don't have to leave the same way you came. Aren't you a dancer? Oh, sorry, a dancer? You're a dancer. Praise God. And you, you know, from what I hear, man, still dances and does and amazing because you, when you when uh, when we come to worship and when we come to soaking prayer, there's such an incredible way how God just uses you in. in the Imagine she says, "I'm a dancer and never dances." Now, how how crazy would that be? That would be just you know, angel. That would be just crazy, wouldn't it? Just like, what, what would you think of being a dancer? Well, I don't dance. I love dancing, but I don't dance. I love Jesus, but I don't smile about it. What's the difference? Oh, I'm so happy with my faith, but um, ooh, I just sit right here and this is the way I do. You know, I get blessed. These ladies up here and... and, and you know, and I get blessed with, you know, Judy was down there and I was watching in our prayer. They, they've got their hands up. That's an, that's an act of praise. That's an act of worship. Help me, somebody. Do you, do you know what I mean? Shout joy. 
Hmm. You know, I listen to this little baby in the front here. The, you do, the baby d- doesn't worry that I'm actually here preaching and we should be so reverent, you know, here, right here, right now. You know, it's just, just the service, you know. We're just coming. No, the baby goes, I, I don't mind. Make some noise in the house of the Lord because God is good. He's good. And His mercies endure forever. David says, Restore to me that my joy. So he understood what it wasn't to have joy and he understood what it was to have joy. And he says, I don't want to have no joy. I want to restore it back to me. Some of you, God wants to today, right now, in this place, restore back to you the joy of your salvation. Woo! That you can leave here with a, with a little bit of a dance and a skip. Woo! <laughs> We should be the happiest people on earth. We should be the people that are filled with joy. And the people around say, what is that that we see? And we'll tell them, this is that which was prophesied of old. I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. Joy. Unspeakable. And and the children of Israel for 70 years have forgotten what it was to have something that they can remember. The Almighty God. And the Bible says that they build an altar of worship. I, I think it's time to build an altar of worship. Because I feel something happening. We're about to build again. The foundation is going to be laid. And we're going to get an altar going here of praise. Can you give me a few more minutes? I'm going to take them anyway. An altar and a foundation. The foundation was being laid and everyone had their position in the laying of the foundation. No one was excluded. You're not excluded. Whether you might be in the service today and you're nine or whether you're 99, you're not excluded. Because God has something for each one of us. The foundation is being laid. Now watch. Go with me. While the foundation has been laid, people are working. Others are worshipping so they can worship in the laying of their foundation. So there's worshippers with tambourines worshipping and praising the Lord while the foundation is being laid. Now, my Jesus, why do they go and worship the Lord all the time and then we've got to go and do all the work around here? Bless God Almighty. Don't they know that every, you know, what do they think that they can just go and worship all the time and then we've got to do all the hard work around here? You know. (laughs) 
some of you got to inform your face that you're saved. How's it going today, brother? Love you so much. And while they are busy laying the foundation, we read the scripture today, there's worshippers worshipping in order that they can understand there is an excitement about to happen when that final foundation is laid. We're going to, something's got, mm. are you with me? I get excited when I, when I see uh, Carol just with her flag and she's just like, I can't even do it the way they do it. Just, I'm too fat to do that. <laughs> Maybe I should do it more. <laughs> but but there's something, and when you hear that flag go, you know, when Michael, you know, he goes like that, and it's just, something rises up in my spirit. Something rises up in my spirit. Because something connects me and I'm going like, we're close to that foundation being laid. And the Bible says, not Stephen says, the Bible says, that when the foundation had been completed, you didn't need to do anything, but there was a shout that rose up. That's right. Joy. Shout joy. That the foundation has been laid and suddenly the worshippers and those on the foundation doing the job began to speak one to another in the Spirit and there was a shout that rose up. And the Bible says those who had seen the foundation of all began to weep and some people, well, they wept because it wasn't like... No, no, they wept out of joy. You can weep in joy. Do you know that? They wept in joy because for 70 years they haven't seen it. Now they see it. There's ladies that are going to be jumping with joy when they see the foundation in the house of God being built. There are people that are going to that are going to weep, and others that are going to shout because the, as we connect in the spirit, something explodes. I feel something being built in the spirit. There's a foundation that's being laid. Listen, listen to me for a minute. It's not a downer. It's an up. That that. Three wise men, well, we say three wise men, but wise men, go to seek because they see the star and they've heard that there is a king. They said, we are going to go and worship. And on the journey, they encounter King Herod's spirit. King Herod's spirit says this. Now you need to listen. King Herod says this. He says, when they, he brings them in secretly. And he says to them, go find this person. 
when you have found that person and you have worshipped, return unto me that I may go and diligently, this is the word of God, find him and worship too. King Herod could not go and worship for himself. He says, you go and worship when I found it. Come and get me and I'll go and worship too. Because his spirit was one, I'm going to kill the anointing. I'm going to kill that praise. I'm going to kill that worship. Instead of going with the wise man, I'm coming with you. You ain't going somewhere where I can't go. I'm coming too. The, the spirit that has corrupted the house of God all over the nations is that you get it, and if it works for you, then maybe we'll have it too. I break that in Jesus' name. It's time for you to rise up and rejoice in the Lord God. I said rise up and rejoice in the Lord God. Nobody is going to tell me, come back and show. No, I'm going to worship right now. I'm going to go and worship. Nobody's going to kill that anointing. Nobody's going to kill that joy. I'm going to worship. Jesus, help me. What's it to you? Everything. Are you still with me? Just give the Lord a shout. They come from here, right in your spirit, man. Rise up on the inside. The, the Bible says in the book of Acts, these, these two dudes, these two guys, I, I forgot, so um, um, these two guys, and they've been beaten, thrown into a dungeon. Not, not just the top dungeon, the bottom dungeon, the darkest of the darkest place, and so much so that they've got there, and they've been badly beaten. It's about midnight. <laughs> and the one guy says, in through the dark, hey, Paul, How's those wounds doing? Oh, they're sticking to the wall, but it's okay. Hey, when you got your 39th lash, did you feel it? No, not really. Hey, Silas, have you given time to think in the dark here at the patriots of old? How they handled this? No, Paul, I haven't. You want to tell me about it? Well, Silas, I, you know, I was just thinking down here in the dungeon. We may die tomorrow. But that's cool. <laughs> hey, Silas, I want to encourage you. Do you remember Daniel? Yeah, Daniel. Paul, tell me more about him again. Well, Daniel was thrown into this pit with lions. But Daniel found that lions don't bite at night. Wow. 
you saw. Silas, did you, did you, Silas, you got anything? Oh, I, I, re- I remember reading about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Them do, those guys, they were thrown into the fiery furnace and they were to be burnt. But there came a fourth man, oh, help me somebody now, in the fiery furnace who walked about in the furnace of fire and they didn't burn. Because there was a fourth man in the fire and they came through. Paul, have you got another? Yeah, I have. I have. Did, did you remember the patriarchs of old? He said, the enemy was chasing them. But the sea opened up and they walked in the midst of it. And the enemy was swallowed up because of the goodness of God. And do you remember Miriam? She just said, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Jesus is so good. No, God is so good. You know. Miriam got the tambourine and got the dancers and said, Oh, the goodness of God is so great. Woo! So, Silas, do you think we could just thank God? Paul, Silas, what's going on? We are just going to get our praise on. We're about to sing in the midst of the darkest time of our life. The Bible says that the praise of the Lord becomes so great that they sing and they begin to praise Him in a loud voice that an earthquake comes. I feel a shaking in the Spirit. For the Bible says, oh, I've got to read it because some of you don't believe it. Let me read it. Can, can, can I read it? Oh, yeah, I'll read it. Book of Acts. And when they had been laid with many stripes upon them, they were cast into the prison to keep them safe who having received such a charge trusted them into the inner prison made their feet fastened in the stocks but oh at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto the Lord and the prisoners heard them say the prisoners heard them I want to stop there for a minute those prisoners heard them How many people have heard your praise? I'm sure many people have heard your complaint, but have they heard your praise? And suddenly, shout suddenly. Oh, Jesus, help me. Shout suddenly. I don't want to take time about the suddenness of heaven. Suddenly. Suddenly, on a Sunday morning while we're just gathered together, suddenly, while somebody was preaching or somebody was singing or somebody was giving a testimony, suddenly, 
A great earthquake came and the prisoners were shaken immediately and all the doors and the, everything was open and the bands were loosed and the keeper of the prison was woken out of his sleep. Seeing the prison doors were now open, he drew his sword to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had fled, which they should have because in the, we thought that that was the way out. With a loud voice, Paul said, Do not harm thyself. We're here. And he called... And he called for a light and he sprang in and there came trembling and fell down by Paul and Silas and he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? I think that's the greatest evangelical call is when you walk in the anointing that we should walk in. So great was this. He said, I'm taking you into my house. These are prisoners. And the same hour, say the same hour of the night. They didn't wait for the next day. They didn't wait for the right time. You see, I'm so sick of people waiting for the right time. And the time is now. Shout now. 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 Not tomorrow, right now. And when they had brought them into the house, they set meat before them, food. And the Bible says, and rejoicing. Oh, my Lord, here it is. Rejoice, believing in God with all their heart. The Bible says, and rejoiced, believing in God with his whole house. The word rejoicing there is shouts of praise that cannot be controlled. The shouts are praise that cannot be controlled. You see, joy has a voice. Let me read two more and then we'll really get excited because I'll say I'll close now. Somebody getting hold of something? <laughs> oh, Lord, help us. We need it. I'm going to read. Make a very depressing noise unto the Lord, will you, lands? Serve the Lord with very sadness of heart. Come before His presence with no singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are the sheep of His pastures. Into the gates of thanksgiving. Oh, oh, we very thank. Oh, my Lord. And into the courts with praise. Praise. What's that? Dad, what's that? Mom, what's that? Be thankful. Hmm. Sometimes bless his name. For the Lord is sometimes good. And his mercies endure. Can I reread that? Make a joyful noise. Notice that it says a joyful noise. It doesn't say, just say joyful. It says noise. Say, say noise. Sometimes you just got to make a noise. Make something. Do something. Make a joyful noise. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord is God and that He has made us, not we ourselves. We are His people, the sheep of His pastures. 
Michael talked on that last week. Sheep of his pastures. He talked about, he makes a table. Oh my, let's just read that. Watch this. When he, when he got onto that, I got, I, got, I got me some excitement. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yo, hey, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are not with me. No, you are with me. Thy rod comforts me. You preparest a table for me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint a little dab of oil on my cup. Somehow it runs over. Listen, listen. Let me help you with something. When the sheep see the rod... They don't fear. Because the rod can keep them from falling. It says, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Let me help you with that. Because when he started talking about that, I nearly, nearly lift up out of my seat and get myself some dancing on. Because when in... Israel, they would take their sheep and the shepherds would go. They would look for places because in the valleys there would be these holes where snakes would come out and bite the sheep on the nose and they would die. So the shepherd would hold the sheep look into the place of where they were about to eat in the pastures, and every hole that they would find, they would pour oil down so the serpents couldn't come out. That's what happened. So that when the sheep would come in to dine in the presence of their enemies, the anointing cannot touch them. Nothing can touch you. So where's your praise? Where's your victory? Where's our shout of joy? I want a revival in the presence of my enemies that they can't come out because God said, I've dealt with it. You can eat all you want. We do this in Africa. It's the same thing in Israel. When the sheep would come and it would be such a hot day... Sheep faint. So what they do is anoint with massive oil over the sheep head. And that oil soothes them and they don't faint when the heat is on. Thou anointest my head with oil and it runs over me. I got news. You don't need to faint when the heat is on. Shoo! I'm about to get myself a run on. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Woo! 
book of Hebrews says this, and I've got to stop. Please help me. The book of Hebrews says this. It says, I will bring a sacrifice of praise. Sometimes all hell may be going around you, but I've got news that when you bring a sacrifice of praise in the midst of the wall, you shall come out. You coming out. Turn to your neighbor and say, you coming out. Turn to your neighbor and say, you coming out. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. One more. We're done. <laughs> I have lots more to say, but I'm just going to... Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord with a new song. And His praise in the congregation of the saints. Let Israel rejoice. Let Jericho rejoice in Him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their King. Let them praise His name in dance. Let them sing praises unto Him with the tambourine and the harp and musical instruments. Let the Lord take pleasure in His people, for He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud in their beds. Not even at church. Well, some of you think it's bedtime here, but anyway. (laughs) You just gave me a revelation. So even if you think it's bedtime here, you better rejoice that you're not off the hook. You're not off the hook. Rejoice <laughs> while you're on your bed. You, you know, I mean, imagine. I, I, I know. Sometimes my wife, my wife will tell you. I said, "Woo, shoo!" <laughs> and 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 you can just lay in your bed and go, "Whoa!" And it changes the atmosphere of your home. Come on. Some of you need it right now. It'll change the atmosphere of your right now. Oh, Father, we love you so much. Pour out your spirit upon us. Joy. Joy. Worship team, come on. We're going to let you go. Not the worship team, I mean. We're going to let everybody go soon. If today you just need a bit of joy in your life, get up out of your seat and run up to the front here and we're going to just pray over you. If you need joy, get out of your seat and run up to the front and we're going to pray for joy over you.